Disney Plus day, man. I was like, wow, did you see the Star Wars content? Today is the day. I've seen, I only saw the Obi-Wan Kenobi announcement. It's literally hot off the press, straight. I haven't even had a chance to delve into it properly, but Me neither, from man. what I've seen, the Obi-Wan, I think you and McGregor's back, right? Ewan McGregor is back, and so is Hayden yes. Christensen. I think that's his name. Hayden Christensen, yes, Simpson. But yeah, I I saw the announcement. I need to watch. I need to literally watch all the trailers. The only trailer I've seen properly is for She Hulk. I really, I liked. I liked the look of it. Initial, yeah, look, yeah. It was like not a short, short footage, but like the shots yeah. were good enough. I think. One thing I couldn't help. But notice, Mark Ruffalo's Hulk looks proper aged in the MCU. Not only is, that, is that intentional? I yeah, I think it is. You know, but not only that, you saw his arms are actually fixed now. It's back to normal. Uh okay. I did. I I noticed it, but I didn't register it until you just mentioned. Until you just mentioned. And interesting. <laughs> this is like a very weird segue. Do you know the? Have you, do you remember the Family Guy intros? that used to be random and the kind of like parody like TV shows. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one where it was like the Hulk, right? Do you remember that one? It was like the intro to the TV show, the Hulk. Um, and it was oh the t- the old TV show, yeah. yeah it was just walking show. down the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a great, that music is great. That music is great. By yes, it is. Classic dun, 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 dun. But yeah, the reason I bring that up is because um, the intro is literally shot by shot by the original because I Googled it one time because I was bored, as you do on YouTube. And shot for shot, it looks exactly the same. And you know the pose that um, there's a, a part where the reporter guy who's chasing Bruce Banner is on top of the on top of the staircase outside and the pose is exactly the same pose as the one in Family Guy and they copied that same exact pose with Bruce Banner and uh, She-Hulk in this one. I noticed it. I don't know if anyone else did but I saw that. I was like, damn. And they said the exact same line from the TV show. It wouldn't like me if I'm angry or something like that. Yeah, that same. I didn't like that. I won't lie to you. I didn't like the delivery of that line. I didn't like it. It seemed a bit too... More commercialized. Yeah, what was that? You got that as well, right? Yeah, straight away. As soon as you said it, I was like, yeah, it sounded like a commercial for Disney+. Plus. It didn't sound like a She-Hulk show. I mean, was that intentional? I was just like... Hey. I mean, yeah, it might fit. I, mean, I hear she's kind of like sarcastic and she likes to break the fourth wall, I think. So, let's see. see. Maybe, let's maybe, see. maybe, maybe, maybe. Well, yeah, Disney+, Plus. they dropped a bunch of content. Yeah. Secret Invasion, Marvel Zombies, Marvel Agatha... Zombies. After the Harkness is getting her own show, House, House of, of Harkness. Harkness. That's a sick name, by the way. House I of like Harkness. that name. Yes, Agatha. Yes, yes. House dun, 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 That's a classic tune. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Iron Heart. I, I can't Iron wait Heart. for that one. Yes, I don't know anything yes, about it apart from the plot, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's going on inside the actual project itself. And then you, the one thing I did like about this roster is you have a lot more animated content because we saw. What if and what if was hit and miss with a lot of people it really depends on the episode, but for the most part, I enjoyed it. You're getting things like I Am Groot, you're getting Spider Man Freshman Year, both animated, I believe. I'm wary on the animated Spider Man because I haven't watched a good one since, like, uh, what was that one? The classics, yeah, the classics of 1994 one with um, well, the classic ones you're saw on like Fox Kids and 
the new is that the one we have is that the one which has that meme going around where mary jane jumped off a building yeah (laughs) (laughs) for spider-man to prove his love for toxic hashtag toxic relationship (laughs) i remember that and then i'm glad someone brought it back into like modern day like talk i was like that was random as hell to be honest with that kid So you do love me. <laughs> oh, Wait, goodness. so that's my archetype for relationships because I, I have to prove that I can jump off a building to save you, basically. <laughs> that's a bad message. Sounds like a, any. It could be any lyric from any of the love songs back in the day, to be honest. Like, we, oh, I think I know which one you're, you're kind of referring to. Well, Bruno Mars, basically. More recently. He says he'll catch a grenade for you. He'll catch a grenade for love. Or something like that. Like, mm. really? Are you Steve Rogers? Damn, man. And then you got Echo, which is apparently linked to... It's a spin-off of Hawkeye. That's interesting. I don't know much about Echo. Same here. That's, I like that I don't know much about a lot of this roster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If I knew, then I'd be like, oh, okay, I can expect mm. this. But, you know. I remember feeling yeah. similarly about when Phase 4 um, titles were initially released. We saw titles like Loki... Falcon and Winter Soldier, Wonder Vision. We're like, I wonder what all these shows are going to be about. And now we've seen them, so it's it's exciting. And we've got What If season two. I like I. My favorite episode of What If was the penultimate one, where it was literally the Watcher versus Evil Ultron, where he has all powerful Ultron, where he got the Infinity Stones and all of that. That was my favorite episode. Plus, he had he threw hands with Ultron as well, man. He was like, "No, nah, you think I've just been watching all this time, and I just been not training in different universes?" And he threw hands in the middle of the <laughs> desert, like Dragon Ball Z style, man. Listen, there's one. I remember there's one clip. So there was a clip going around on Twitter. Uh, um, this massive, massive spider seen in Trinidad, I believe. It was in the corner of someone's house. And then you you clipped uh, something from that episode. I, I'm yeah. still laughing this day. Go, man. Yeah. It was, I've seen countless things, endless possibilities. And yet, what the hell is this? <laughs> it was like, I've seen everything that has happened. That, that, has, that will happen. That could happen. But yet, what the hell is this? <laughs> Nah, that clip was funny, man. <laughs> that, that was like the perfect use of that. I had to save that video. It's so useful. <laughs> a lot of people saved that video. I think that means I made, I made it, man. Listen, I, I, think I, I think I did it. Every time, because you know I support Manchester United and they're doing terribly. So every time they have a bad performance, I'm posting that, that clip. Honestly. <laughs> I would have just posted like the IT crowd must one. <laughs> um, like, how's it go? Did you see that ludicrous display? Nah, I don't know how it goes. I forgot. Never mind me. I don't know football. Let's talk about Marvel stuff again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to it. Like, talk about Marvel itself. Miss Marvel. I don't know how much interest do you have in Miss Marvel. I'm interested in the character because I played the game on okay. PS4. Again, I know you haven't played it because you're not on that life yet. I know. I know. I'm not Team PlayStation. Yes. And her origin story was really, really good. Cool. And it's it's more comic book accurate than what the TV show is going to do, apparently, because they're changing her powers. Um, In the game, she has, like, embiggening powers. So think Mr. Fantastic, but it's not stretchy. It's more like she just grows a bunch of density and, like, stuff. Um, in our arms and limbs and everything. 
And she can become as big as Ant-Man. But in the TV show, she's getting energy, psionic powers, which blast from her hands, which is just completely different. So uh, I'm not on board for that. And and I hear it's getting delayed as well until, what, the third quarter of um, 2022? You know, whenever I hear that something's been delayed, I don't know why, but my heart just sinks. Because already these titles are already way in the future. You hear it's coming late twenty twenty two, and in your head you're thinking, "Oh, that's so far away." Then you hear, "Oh, it's delayed until mid twenty twenty three. It's like, "Oh, for goodness sakes, it's so long." I feel that same way about Blade. Blade, I just uh, want it now. Yes, it's so, if they delay it, I'm. I feel a bit broken. I'm not gonna lie. So far away. It's like, come on, man. No. That voice got me going, man. I was like, "Yes, I want it. I want him to like show up right now." Even a glove or like the Arthur meme or something like that. Give me something. <laughs> Mr. Whitman, you sure you want to do that? <laughs> well, I was going to ask, Miss Marvel, is it linked to Captain Marvel in, in any way? Um, Yes, because... Apart um, from obviously being in the MCU. Yeah, yeah. So her character idolizes Captain Marvel. I see. And okay. she named her character after... Or her name. She named her superhero after Captain Marvel. Cool. All right, yeah. And yep, She-Hulk, we've covered Moon Knight. Moon Knight with Oscar Isaacs. He's just finally decided that he's over his horrendous role as Apocalypse. I say horrendous because he actually found it horrendous. He didn't enjoy that at all. He said... He looked moody that... the whole time. And was that his... but wasn't that his character or was that a mix of both? That he... Believe that what was... you want, man. I say she... I'm just saying man looked moody. He looked like he was grumpy the whole time. All like, all reports were that he was just complaining about having to be in that sea all day and he just it just wasn't fun and he wasn't able to, you know, show his acting chops as much as he wanted to in that role. And yeah, he just... He didn't have a good time of it. So I thought, uh, the superhero world has lost another one. But nope, he's back. Hmm. He's back. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. If you think about it behind the scenes, right, you got like Apocalypse in like full on um, makeup and all that stuff. Then you see Iron Man, right? Mm. He's not always wearing the suit, he's wearing like um, CGI stuff. Maybe that shows the different studios. I don't know, like what they're capable of doing. It's true. I think they try to do as many practical effects as possible because let's say, as good as CGI is, and we've had some great CGI in the MCU, Thanos, the standout. You mm-hmm. still see it as CGI. You know what I mean? It's great effects, great quality, but you still see it as CGI. So I like. I think studios just like when there's a practical effect where you can tell is that is actually real. If people have spent Except hours Wakanda. on the, oh yeah, <laughs> Wakanda. <laughs> Except Wakanda, because that's a real place, people. Indeed, we should go next summer. Next summer move. That's gonna ask. You see, Moon Knight. Could that be a way? A way to integrate Blade into the MCU. I mean, obviously, we saw him in the post credit scene for uh, Eternals, but Moon Knight, you know, is more... It's got it's got more of um law in terms of vampires and whatnot, so could that possibly be a way for Blade to be in the MCU? I, th- I think so, possibly. I think so, um, but... I've not actually, I don't know much about Moon Knight. I've only read the ultimate comic version of him. And he had schizophrenia and that manifests as well as in combination with powers he got from an Egyptian god. I don't know how that links mm. to Blade necessarily. If it, I mean, I'm, I'm down for any collab with Blade. You know me, man. He, he teamed up with Spider-Man. I just know that there are vampires in Moon Knight and 
that's that's enough. That's enough for Blade to show up. So, yeah, man. And we have X Men ninety seven. The the poster for X Men ninety seven, by the way, is probably my favorite. Oh my gosh! Right? See the the Wolverine lying on his bed. <laughs> yeah. Holding up a picture of something he misses, and of course it's X Men ninety seven. They're probably they're definitely referring to the one. If they change, if they change that, if they change that, it's not the same. The theme tune is, it, make is a, a staple of what old cartoon X Men was, and they need to bring that back. I have no idea how they're gonna do it, but they have to do it right. Don't don't give me sequel to this particular TV show, and it doesn't do it right. Just name it something else. Don't call it the sequel. But I'm looking forward to it so much, man. But yeah, that's pretty much covers the whole Marvel MCU roster. And there was one other project I saw, which I just I'm thinking, what's the thinking here? It's so bizarre and random. Sneakerella. Did you see the trailer? Oh my gosh, I did see that. That was actually the first thing I saw from Disney Plus. I don't I know why. Like, I just what am I it. watching? Is this the <laughs> you know those parodies? You know those parodies you see on YouTube sometimes. Yeah. Like you see, it's a parody of this film, and that it felt like a parody of Cinderella, but they were actually taking it seriously. And I was like, I Sneakerella. Sneaker. <laughs> what, was it? what was the plot? So you have a guy it's, who's it's a guy designing yeah, sneakers. He's into sneakers. He, he likes like customizing them. He, yeah. He customized one with what paint on his hand. And he just put it on and started doing like uh, pings around yeah. it, like with a uh, brush and everything. It looked colorful and everything. Then he what? Then he goes to a, a ball. <laughs> he goes to a ball and yeah, I, I I don't know, man. He meets Willow Smith basically. Well, it's not Willow Smith, but she's like Willow Smith esque. Like she's rich, and they collab. And then he ditches, and then he leaves his sneaker. <laughs> Literally, is that hood Cinderella? <laughs> first of all, first of all, how you lose a whole sneaker, my guy? <laughs> It's so and unrealistic. Still running away. Black people, if you're losing a shoe, we're looking for it. Like, we don't just lose nah. shoes and walk off. Nah, we're don't looking for walk that. home with one shoe. No. Nah, that's, I just found it funny, man. <laughs> oh, nice, my, my sneaker. I can't get it. Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> no guy has ever thought this. Now, bear in mind, it's just a trailer. And there have been many films with bad trailers or questionable trailers which have turned out to be great. So, who knows? This could be... A great film, but from the trailer, I was just thinking, oh, really? what is this, man? Oh, really? Oh, really? Have you seen the Home Alone trailer yet? Ooh. Why do you hesitate? Why do you hesitate there? I have not. What did you just say? Let's rewind that back. I have not seen the Home Alone trailer. Nope, nope, nope. I don't know why. No, I do know why. It's not going to be good. I feel like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm going to compare it to the originals, and the originals have that nostalgic thing this is going to be a like a gen z kind of like thing i think yeah for sure like i i just what came to mind was hood cinderella and to be honest i mean i'm gonna watch it <laughs> i'm gonna watch it <laughs> I, I, the intrigue is there now i'm just i'm genuinely interested you know I, i've got a sneaky feeling i could you know be slaughtered for this but i've got a sneaky feeling it could be good so watch out for that one I, the interest is there now man my interest has been peaked, so we'll see. You let me know, man. If you tell oh, me, you're, you're not gonna watch it. You're not gonna watch it yourself. No, I think only one of us should take that bullet. Damn. 
right? I shall give feedback. Oh, wait, there's one more. The Proud Family one. Did you see Oh, that? yes, 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 yes. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. The animation looks good. Uh, I was going to say that. So a lot of the nostalgic shows, cartoons and whatnot, there tends to be a thing where the animation looks amazing, but it takes away from that nostalgic feel, I feel sometimes I feel. Right? I, I had the same feeling when, you know, the Simpsons graphics starting to improve and you, you they lost the grainy look. Especially for the movie. The movie was way too HD, man. Way too 4K for me. Oh, yeah. It was, it was way, like, way too HD. It's the grain, man. <laughs> we need that old. <laughs> and I, I feel the same way with the uh, Proud Family. It's like, I'm sure, I, haven't, I don't know the quality of the show. It's probably going to be literally the same thing we saw before. But, yeah, that's my that's my minor nitpick with modern animation. Sure, technology is improved and whatnot, but they're all grainy kind of look. You are literally saying... I liked the way it was before. <laughs> yeah, I don't like you new kids. <laughs> back in my day. What was wrong with the way it was before? Huh? <laughs> oh, this change. Oh, we, got the, we got the message. I don't like change. <laughs> you can see the picture. Oh, is, I, I, I'm looking forward to it anyway. Just, just my minor nitpick with the animation style. But mm-hmm. it's necessary, I guess. It's necessary. There was other stuff... Um... In Disney Plus, wasn't there? Not just MCU stuff. Oh, yeah, there was... We had the Star Wars one. The Star Wars, you had the animations. I think there are a few films being lined up as well. Honestly, I'm literally just discovering it. So I'm Because after this, I'm going to look back and just delve into everything properly. Not just the MCU stuff, but the whole roster. Because Disney have been investing. They are, they are going in. They're really trying to compete with... The likes of Netflix and Hulu and all of that. So, yeah, man, I dig it. Mm. Lots of projects coming up. Man, I'm 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 expecting a trailer for Spider Man soon. They're gonna drop that. Yeah, we still got that. It's just that same one trailer we've been watching for how many months now? Like, damn, man, give us some new material. But at the same time, I feel like I've seen enough. I don't want to see too much more from it. I've got enough to just go into the film and say, okay, cool. There's still a lot of intrigue left. I mean, showing us Dr. Octopus was a bit too much, in my opinion. Imagine how amazing that reveal would have been in the film if we Mm. hadn't seen it. But anyway, still still excited, still excited. Who's one side character from the Raimi trilogy that you'd want to show up? One side character? Could be anyone, not even main cast, like anyone. It could be rent. You know, you know who I who lives in my head rent free? <laughs> the guy <laughs> at the start of Spider-Man 2. <laughs> oh, the black guy who said he stole his pizzas. Hey, he stole that guy's pizzas. What yeah. a what, how could you come to that conclusion? Your same guy you oh, saw wow. running in. That was so comic book. <laughs> hey, he stole that guy's pizzas. <laughs> That's the guy. All right, cool. And I, right, I also, I I'd also like uh, Peter's old boss from the start of Spider-Man 2 as well. You know, you have 10 minutes to deliver these to how many blocks? Well, go! <laughs> go! <laughs> You're not dependable, Peter. Rips off his sticker. Brutal. Why him? Uh, you know what? You know what? I'm not going to question it. No, I'm going to question it. Why him? I don't know, man. It's like... 
I like that whole, he had the comic book feel, the whole thing. So, yeah. My man just set the whole mood of the film, Peter, down on his luck. Pretty much. Pretty much. Nah. He's yours. Um, <laughs> I want rent. <laughs> just because I wanted to still be asking for rent <laughs> at the end of the episode, of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the landlord. Yeah, he'd still be living there and be like, so, rent? He just saves the multiverse. You have my rent? <laughs> and um, his his daughter as well. She was nice. Yeah, she was cool. But that yeah. landlord is asking for rent. It's like, you get your rent when you fix the damn door. <laughs> <laughs> That's that classic melody from Spider-Man 3. <laughs> The first time he did that went after he beat Sandman's ass, right? And underneath the underneath the sea. And he saw himself in the mirror. <laughs> he did that melody and he looked himself in the mirror and he just raked his hair down on one side to oh go my <laughs> to go days. bully Parker. You went full emo there, man. Yeah. Full emo. They even used <laughs> like a <laughs> bit of dark makeup under his eyes. Just to... it's so on the nose. Like, look at me. I've changed. I'm dark now. Oh, <laughs> Honestly, man, nah, we have to we have to go back and talk about them old Tobey Maguire, seemingly underappreciated Tobey Maguire Spider Man films. Now, can you believe that? Mm. Blasphemy. Anyway, we'll do it justice. We'll do it justice. You will. <laughs> Today, we're talking about a really new film released on Netflix called The Harder They Fall, directed by a man like James Samuel, aka The Bullets. A.K.A. Seal's brother. Oh. Indeed. Yeah, man, he's Seal's brother. Seal's real name, well, his real his surname is Samuel. And obviously, it's James Samuel, his brother. But, yeah, man, it's all-star cast. All-star cast. We have... Who have we got? We have Jonathan Masters, A.K.A. Kang the Conqueror. AKA... Oh, Jonathan Majors. Yeah, yeah. What did I say? Masters. <laughs> Oh I mean, damn! He, man, he's a master of the craft, of the I mean, love I'm craft. Saved... Ooh, I saved that nicely. Ooh, you know what? <laughs> work, 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 work. Yes, we're gonna go with that. We're doing that. We're doing that. We're keeping that in. So yes, Jonathan Majors, as you said. Yep, Kang the Conqueror. He's also from Lovecraft Country. He's also from that film. Um, what's that film? Last man, last black man in San Francisco. Have you seen that one? I want to. That's on my list. Nah, he was really good in that. I recommend it for sure. Oh, he's in the Five Bloods as well. Yeah, this guy, his CV, he's a, he's quite early in his, well, in, in his notoriety, I'd say. I wouldn't say early in his career, but early in his notoriety because he's really been getting those really strong, big roles recently. I'm so happy for him. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we big have time. man like Idris Elba. We've got, as you mentioned, Zaji Beats. And we have one of our favorite actresses of all time. All time. Of all time. Regina King, aka Huey and Riley. Your favorite animations, The Boondocks. That woman's voice is amazing. Her acting is amazing. Ugh. And but wait, Just amazing. there's more. We have Lakeith Stanfield. That is a properly star-studded cast. Then we got RJ Siler. We got Daniel Deadweiler. Yeah, yeah. Listen, this cast was solid. We got Delroy Lindo. Dion Cole as well. 
Listen. And Damon Wayans Jr. What? Damon Wayans was such a random appearance, but listen. All-star cast. And we had the guy who... <laughs> I don't know why he's become synonymous for this, but the guy who was killed by um, Kevin Bacon in <laughs> X-Men First Class. That's what he's become known <laughs> for for some reason. But oh, yeah. Eddie Getheggy. The, the, the death that didn't make sense. Yeah. The injustice. I absorb. The man could I absorb. <sighs> Or something. No, oh, he, he adapts. He evolves. He adapts. He, he, he evolves. Yeah. Oh yeah, he adapts. Yeah. How can oh, adapt? Uh, this. That was just wrong. It was so wrong. I feel like that's what he's become known for for some reason, which is yeah. unfair because he's a good actor, man. He's a good actor. He's done bare roles. So yeah, man. Um, star-studded casts. I I was going to watch this, but um, wasn't getting around to it until this week. When Charles, you recommended it to me, you asked me, "Have I seen Holiday 4? I said, "Not yet," and then you hyped it up big time. What did you say? You said, uh, "I said it was in my top five of this year." My film, top I've five seen. films of this year. Nice, nice, nice. I feel that way still. Mm. However, Ooh. my reasoning has changed. Yeesh. My reasoning has changed, but I'll go into it. I'll go into it. But yeah, this is definitely top five for me still. Top five. Okay, like, it'd be like five. Okay, yeah. I hear it. Um, I still actually have to go through what my top five of this year is. We'll probably do an episode on that. Our top, since that's we're coming to near the end of the year, we'll do our top films of the year. But I don't know if it's in my top. It's def- I definitely enjoyed it. It's a good film. Don't know whether it makes my top five. I don't even know what my top five. Honestly, right I, I don't feel like I know what mine is either, but I know mm. that if I have a top it's list, gonna be it's going to be in there. It's, it's going to be there. It's going to be there. Sweet. Well, yeah, man. I, I, as I said, I enjoyed this film. It's you know, black western and it had... Apparently, it was based on real people. I didn't realize... So, I saw it at the start. Yeah. And I thought, okay. Then, after watching the film and the events, I was like, damn, it's a real people. I was, I was Yeah, fascinated. I was looking too. I was interested to find out about what Cherokee Bill, Nate Love, um, what's the name? Uh, St- Trudy. Uh, Trudy. No. Regina King is Trudy, yeah. Yeah, Regina King is Trudy, and uh, Zazie Beats is st- Stagecoach. Stagecoach Mary. Mary, yeah. Yeah, that's it. But, um, that opening scene, man, that opening scene, did it not remind you of Colonel S.S. Hans Lander in Inglorious Bastards? It did, and it also reminded me of another Quentin Tarantino film as well. Ooh, which one? Which one? Well, not in shots, but like in the how it happened, Kill Bill. Ooh, or oh, the like the um, just in terms of it being a revenge story. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the, the main like the vibe of like revenge after like someone comes into your house, kills your parents or parent, and then leaves you alive to like basically say, okay. Come get me. <laughs> Pretty much. that, And that is essentially the plot. This is a revenge story. A revenge story and also a Western, which is great. It's very Tarantino-esque. Now, you think, now I'm thinking about it more. But yeah, that opening scene was... It was amazing. It started off mm. so strong. He opened the door. So there's a family eating and he opens the door. And the person who walks in, we don't even see his face. Doesn't say mm. a word. But the guy who opens the door, this family man, he knows exactly who it is immediately and, and almost seems to accept his talks. fate. Yeah. It's just the way he talks. You kind of get the fact that he knows this is coming. 
he's saying just let he's trying to control the situation he's 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 saying the right things to his wife saying it's okay and he's just talking he's pleading and before you know it the plot's gone on and he shot the wife right in front of the kid and the father and then clips him down in front of the son Literally. And then carves a cross into his forehead. Bro. See, that bit reminded me of um, Inglorious Bastards as well. Remember at the end when Brad Pitt, he carved a, a swastika into Christoph Waltz's forehead. Mm-hmm. Literally, that was Tarantino-esque. Oh, well, Inglorious Bastards-esque. That opening scene, such a strong thing to go by. And immediately, you know Nat Love's motivations. This guy... He's going to take down everyone associated with the guy who killed his parents, his family. And it's just his whole life mission is going to be to take him down. And I loved Nat Love's character. I love Jonathan Major's acting in this, man. He's consistent. He's such a strong performer. And honestly, it's just very enjoyable performance. Idris Elba. Go on, sorry. No, I was gonna say I enjoy like seeing him on the screen because I know he's gonna bring whatever he's been dealt to the actual screen and then elevate it in a way that I can just like enjoy it in a different way. Exactly. You know, whenever he gets the script, he will just put his own thing on his his own spin on it, and exactly. Jonathan Majors, prime example, Kang the Con- well, not Kang the Conqueror. Like you saw him in Loki. Yeah. I don't feel like anyone else could have done it with that much energy and enthusiasm and like charisma yeah. and everything. He had that. I feel like that was just him. He had that kind of Heath Ledger esque um, stardust on it, in it. He mm. just made it his own. You could tell he was given the script, and then he said, "You know what? This is this is how I'm gonna do it." And he just went with it. And it was great. Just had that vibe of like, I know more stuff than you. You don't know what you're talking about, but I'm talking to you like this so you can understand the gravity of the situation. Exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, I just... That was a great opening scene. Idris Elba was great. Even though we didn't see his face at the time, but Idris Elba was great in this. Although, you know... I have some qualms yeah, with he... the accent. <laughs> yeah, I knew, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Sorry, man. The, you see, the, the only issue, uh, he's, you know, he's a great... The thing with Idris is he's such a great actor that even if you don't think his accent is all that convincing, just the sheer level, the quality of his acting will overshadow it. But mm. it still sticks with you <laughs> a bit when you realise... Can you try and do an Idris one? Because I actually can't. That's the one I haven't tried yet. Who's that guy that imper- he tries to impersonate? Uh, Tom Mucci. He tries to impersonate, I'm Idris Elba. He's, I'm Luther. And this and that. That was terrible. You know, no, you know I'm not good, good at impressions, man. <laughs> no, that was bad. That gave me some, I instantly like associated that exactly with what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I can't do that when my throat hurts too much today. I've realized, yeah, when Idris plays villains, he's just on a different level. Villains stroke anti-heroes. So in um Hobbs and Shaw, I love his performance mm-hmm. in that. I thought this guy <laughs> should play villains more. Yeah, I liked him he as it, man. so that not Deathstroke or no Deathshot, Bloodsport. Bloodsport. <laughs> he always gets confused with Will Smith's character. Bloodsport. Mm. I liked his anti-hero kind of thing he had going on there, and another great villainous performance from him in this one. But yeah, I just want to say you've seen so many like black British actors going over and doing perfect American accents. 
recently, you know, the likes of John Boyega, Damson Idris, yep, whatnot. Yep. So you feel that a standard has been set and then Idris is Idris, I guess. <laughs> He's still got his Dwyer accent, which was serviceable. But I guess we're more used to a, a different level now, so much so that you'll see random black British actors in um, American shows and the audience won't even realise they're British until interviews and things like that. And then everyone's mm, shocked. Exactly. So, yeah, man. But that was my only qualm. His, his overall performance, which is amazing. It was very enjoyable villain's performance. Um, yeah, man, it was great. I mean, what do you think of Idris? I thought he was good. Um, like you said, like he, his presence was like very intense in the film, mm. and I thought that was really good the way he projected that through his acting and like the way he moved, the way he talked to people, how he didn't talk to people at times as well. Just held your, just held the room in silence in certain scenes. Like um, there's a scene where he's talking to Zazie B's character mm. in the salon when she's trying to like. Into like infiltrate and trying to find out um, what's happening in the town, and he just doesn't say anything until she finishes talking and just ends the whole charade in one sentence, and he just says one line, and then she's knocked out straight up. She thought she she thought she was sly. She's like, "Oh, don't mind me. Just come to buy some property. I'm not in any way linked to your enemy." It's like, yeah, whatever. I can, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> You really think I was gonna fly here? <laughs> uh, and, and there was one scene I really liked with Idris um, when he got out of the of the, the the box he was in, the mailbox he was in, in on the train. Mm. And there's this part where he's he walks out, he he greets um, Trudy, and he and he greets um, Cherokee Bill. Then he breathes, and then the camera does this thing. I don't know if he knows. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's like he could feel the freedom reverberate. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and I looked it back again because I was like, nah, something happened with the camera or I'm tripping. And it kind of like goes from wide angle to a, like a zoom one, like a normal frame. I don't know how to describe it, but like if you see that shot again, you will see what I mean. It's kind of sinks in with how he breathes. I see. Okay, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna go back and watch that shot. I know the camera definitely kind of shook. It, it kind yeah. of a vibration effects sort of thing. I think it went from wide angle to like mm. normal. But yeah, that was just one scene I really liked with him. And oh man, he was brutal towards um Dion Cole's character. Man, the gun, <laughs> the gun beating. <laughs> when I first saw Dion Cole, I was like, "Hey, Blackie." <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, my namesake, <laughs> what a do? And then seeing him in this, it was, it was a completely different role. But it, 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 the initial one, where he was just like joking, to what he, would, he was like practicing what he would say to Idris, like um, to Rufus Buck, and he was just like, "Listen here, this is my town. He don't like it. Get up out of here." And I was like, "I see Charlie in this shot. I see Charlie in everything. Everything he's saying." But then when the scene continues, I really see him like bring something else because the way he was like the way he interacted with um Buck, Rufus Buck and then later on Nate Love and his crew as well, mm. there was no comedy in it, you know? There was just like I believe you're this character. It's true. And he re- did it really well. And the gold teeth, whoo, that scene oh, the way man. 
the brutality <laughs> like, of on, getting come your... And get, come and get these gold teeth. Come on, pick them up. <laughs> Knocked his teeth out with a gun and then said, nah, here, you kid, kid, take the remains. Be rich now. And he's just like... <laughs> someone someone say that to me, please. <laughs> please. Oh, jeez. But I want to go back to a scene you mentioned. I think this scene needs to be broken down because it was probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. And that was when they broke Idris out of the out of captivity, out of that box. Yeah. Man, what a scene. First of all, how it started. We see Regina's character as Trudy, just standing on the train line. She's not even faced. She's just standing there. It's like this train's gonna stop whether it likes it or right. not. Plus the music. Yeah. I mean, we even talk about the music of the film. Oh, we, ooh, a... that, that soundtrack is... Whew. It slaps, man. It's good. It's so good. The sound, I'm, that's another thing. I need. I'm going to go back and listen to the soundtrack of this because there's so many good songs, man. In this, in this scene you're talking about, there's one song I really like because they remixed it and it really worked really, really well with this scene. It was the one that goes, Yes, 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 that one. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what was that? Do that again. (laughs) I can't do that again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm broad, I'm broad, I'm broader than Broadway. That one. It, It really sings in well with this scene. But yeah, that train shot how it starts how and trudy's just there on the track love that beginning and i loved finding out about the train and the name of it oh c a bozeman yes oh that was that was a really touching was moment i was just like yes. really touching it's like rest in peace man mm-hmm. um i loved how we just immediately saw the brutality of trudy she didn't let that guy finish his sentence she was like Miss sentence, shoot him in the head, done. And I just loved her brutality throughout the the way her and Lakeith Stanford just control that whole scene throughout the train. You know, you know that Keith was yeah. present in that scene. You know, you just felt like as soon as they entered, there was there's no there no like jumpy movements. They were just in control. You can tell these guys have Walking. done this before, man. They don't care how many people yeah. have guns on them and whatnot. And the way he was talking. So you're the hero. Yeah. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> and you felt like so I've seen so many um you know of these hostage situations in films where they threaten to shoot the hostage and you don't really feel like they're gonna do it. These guys, they were gonna they shot him in his shoulder and they shot him in his leg. It's like, all right, they're gonna they're actually gonna kill him. They're not playing around here. And they were so mm-hmm. calm about it as well. It's like we've done this before. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah, they controlled that scene like crazy. It was amazing. And again, leading up to that scene you were talking about when they released Idris' character, that was uh, Rufus. That was that was great, man. And when he left? Yes. <laughs> it's like, does anyone, does anyone here know? Oh, I can't do the accent. Does anyone here know how to operate a train? And then no one put their hand up apart from the guy's son that he killed. He said, all of them apart from that one. (laughs) 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 And they're just shooting across each other. And he's just walking through this devastation. 
And the memes was just going. <laughs> the fact he just didn't even care if he gets hit. He just knows his team are seasoned professionals. They know he has complete trust in them. Uh, yeah, and then it ends with the 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 two shots that I love the most. Well, two different kinds of shots I like the most. The one where you see all of them with their backs to the camera on on horseback, and then just does like a close up of each of their faces. Mm. Um, Cherokee Bill, uh, Regina King, and Idris Elba to the beat of the song. Bam, bam, bam. I was like, yeah, Honestly, I, I love that whole scene, man. It's crazy. Really? And I love like Lakeith was just like. There were some some of some of his facial expressions sometimes made it seem like hmm is he having some sort of inner conflict? It's like man, you can you take it easy on him. That's that's brutal, but nah nah, he was just calm. Especially in the scene I'm referring to is the one we was just speaking about, where Idris was beating um he was beating Dion Cole's character down with the gun, and you just saw yeah. his two assistants just unmoved, not flinching. You sort of see the, see the camera zooming into Lakeith's face, and you kind of get a hint at, mm, does he think he should have a bit of sympathy? But nope, that was just that's just how calm he is to the violence. And yeah, man, it was it was a I loved the, that scene so much, the train scene and that beatdown scene. And something I really liked about this film, like apart from all the scenes we've talked about so far. I like the wardrobe, man. Everyone had a yes. nice kind of like outfit, man. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. The blue on uh, Jonathan Majors, man, I, I worked. You know which one in particular? I was just like, I need that. The That red blazer, the velvet blazer that Idris was wearing. Do you remember? Ooh. When he was... Ooh, I need to see a picture of me. Ah, uh, this one. He was wearing some clean red velvet blazer. I was like, that is sharp. I need that. I mean, that's a nice one, man. But yeah, mm. the the cast was great. I like RJ Siler. His uh, quick draw, his quick draw character, even though it ended tragically. He, man, that was... Look, he cheated, man. He cheated, but <laughs> I guess he's a bad guy. There's no honour. There's no honour amongst thieves. But, man... Uh, that was abrupt. I, I wonder if he could have beaten... You know what... In the lead up to when he was doing the count, when he started the countdown, I was I was actually worried for RJ Siler because you know we've seen these things many times. We want RJ to win. I keep calling him RJ. His, his character's name was Jim, uh, Quick mm-hmm. Draw Jim. But we want Quick Draw Jim to win. But he just knew at that point we haven't even gone into the final battle yet. You just know he was going to lose that, even though he was crazy cocky and confident. And I actually enjoyed the gun work. He was—I don't know how much he's practiced that, but when he was just flicking the gun on his hand and stuff, and just you know spinning it, like looking like McCree or I mm. should say from Overwatch, that was just yeah, man. I I enjoyed that character a lot. So sad way to go out, but yeah. Man. I heard something about um, a bit of like uh, foreshadowing that might have been in that play. Ooh, let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. You know when they're, um, Nate loves gang, they're all chilling outside at night, and then, is it Coffee? Coffee. Yeah, she's talking about um, how people who have like shiny things get shot, right? Mm-hmm. So when um, RJ Silas' character, was it Jim? Jim. Jim got shot. Mm-hmm. When Jim got shot, he had those, those, those really shiny guns. Yep. 
And then when, what's his name? The other guy who played Darwin? Uh, not Daryl. Well, his Darwin. Daryl Lindo, not Daryl. Bill? Bill. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Bill. Mm-hmm. And when Bill and Coffee were inside, Coffee were inside the um, house, mm-hmm. he picked up a coin, a shiny coin, and he got shot in the back. Ah, but yeah. Cuffy didn't have anything shiny on her whatsoever, mm-hmm. and she won. Yeah, I don't know if that was on purpose. And that was, and she, we we had already been warned that she was fast. She was even faster than Quick Draw Jim. Mm-hmm. So, I liked her character a lot, by the way. I enjoyed yeah. the bank robbing scene. <laughs> she was just like, no nonsense. She's like, my partner there has more patience, but I I don't. Something along those lines. Yeah, like, yeah. Get your ass in the safe. And it's the way the, the bank manager calmly assisted them, even helped them get the horses. It's like, fair enough. <laughs> Can I just say, and I mean no disrespect, but that was the whitest town I've ever seen. <laughs> It's true. What? Even the dirt on the ground was very clean, and I was just like, the buildings were painted white. Like, I wonder if that was intentional. That must have been intentional. Of course, it was intentional, but it was, bro, it was white. Proper. I was just like, man, this place clean as hell. <laughs> I, was like, I had to close my eyes. I was like, damn. Look into the light. <laughs> Honestly, man. Nah. In summer, where can you go? You can't see. <laughs> Um, I did. I did love that bank robbing scene. I did think, you know, the, bit unrealistic how they literally let her get the gun from under the dress for like five minutes. I mean, you honestly can't tell she's about to pull a gun on you when she's just frantically going through. Like, come on! But you couldn't see through the racism, man. <laughs> <laughs> because they were like, "You don't have money here. You can't use uh, this bank." Basically, what blinded, are you doing here? Blinded by the hate. And it was to their demise. Beautiful scene. Mm. Beautiful scene. Baby, I got your money. <laughs> <laughs> there was one bit I was so confused about before, but then I kind of got the answer to towards the um after watching the film, because I didn't understand why Rufus shot his dad's wife, aka I thought that was his mum. And I realized, oh no, no, that's his new that's his new wife that he started a new family with. Uh, yeah. I was like, well, if your logic for killing him was because, you know, he abused mum, why would you shoot mum? And I realised, oh wait, nah, that's his new family. That's why they had diff- he had a different surname to uh, his brother because they all changed their names and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. That whole scene, that whole twist. Yeah, what do you I think of that twist? Com- I, didn't, I didn't see it coming, but, I wasn't really- but it wasn't like, <gasps> whoa, I was just like, you know what? That makes sense, and that works. Okay, cool. Mm. What are you gonna do now? You a buck? He called you a buck. You ain't love. You a buck? What are you gonna do now? He shot him. Mm. He said, "I felt the emotion when he, he said, was take like, the he was tearing shot, up and everything." Finish the job. And then he was like, "I can't mm-hmm. do it." And then he did it. <laughs> he shot him a few times. <laughs> he said, "No, I couldn't possibly." Bang yeah. bang! <laughs> <laughs> he hit the ground. <laughs> Man, that that bit, I. So there was one bit that was quite inconsistent with for me. So Mary, we see Mary mm-hmm. is this super smart lady, and you know she tries to do go on a scouting mission and get some info to help her gang, um, the mm-hmm. Nat Love Gang, take over the town where Rufus is and capture him. 
And her, her just being captured, that, that wasn't a smart move for me. Why would, of course yeah. they'd know who she was and going on a solo mission like that. Her getting captured just didn't sit, it didn't fit in with what we'd come to see her character as because we saw her as a, a smart character and yeah, just mm. a bit inconsistent. And the film did kind of, it got a bit slow in parts because remember mm. it was, it was that, that opening scene and then you go all the way through to the bit in the hills where Nat Love's gang are shooting the, the Crimson Mask gang Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you go into the train escape scene. I was like, this is such a good pace. And it kind of mm-hmm. all slowed a bit after Dion Cole got beaten to bits. It kind of slowed yeah. a bit. And then, you know, saw Mary captured. But again, they brought it back towards the end. They, so they, they had like little good bits in there as well. Like you had like the interrogation. It wasn't even an interrogation scene. I like this kind of scene though. It's the one with um Trudy and Mary where she's telling a story. So she just she just keeps telling the story about like what happened to her sister who was also called Mary. Mm-hmm. And it just draws you in oh, yeah. the way she talks and when she's just peeling an apple. It's Regina King. And, and she just, it's just good. World class. So that's to be expected but it was great. Yeah, that was one of my favorite scenes with her. That and another scene with this them as well. It's the fight scene, comboed with the music yes, as well. I love it when they said, Kutu, you know what? No weapons. Let's just do this. <laughs> Let's just go. Come and on. Me in our fists. <laughs> That's it. Let's go. And they just throw down. And at the end, when Mary finally beats Trudy, because they were going ham. Yeah. They, they were biting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Proper turn cannibal. I was like, damn, but man. Yeah, it's. But the bit, I just loved it so much because the music ended right when she flipped Judy and knocked her out. Mm. She just goes, ah! Yeah, the vi- that victory, that victory scream. <sighs> Yo! It's like that King Kong kind of, when King Kong defeats someone and he just, he just, yeah. just he screams. It's just animalistic. Yeah! Like, yeah! Have some of that. Get in there, my son. <laughs> there you go. But the thing is, do you see that very last shot? Uh, what was the last shot? Trudy survived. Oh, yeah, 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 so yeah. I think that sets up a sequel nicely. I would love to see that, man. Trudy... Like I was more scared of Trudy than Rufus. I don't even lie to you. <laughs> yeah, because every time she talked, it felt like if there was no one around her, she would fuck you up. Listen, Trudy was brutal. She was the one... She was holding back the whole time. She even... Do you remember when... Um, she shot the in the train. She shot the sun. Yeah, and his arm and leg. I think it was. Yeah, and mm. even Lakeith's character, Cherokee Bill. He was just saying, "Damn, you know I love my countdowns." It's, that was his subtle way. He know he he doesn't want to, you know, hype up to her too much because he knows she's not she's not the one. <laughs> but Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> she was like, he subtly said, "Damn, you know I love my countdowns." AKA chill chill <laughs> she's not she's on smoke she's on full smoke yeah you even said it at the beginning of that scene i don't like violence <laughs> mm. but i loved i loved um i think regina king was probably my favorite character in this to be honest with you mm. for sure I, although i did enjoy cj rj's um character as well big time Quick draw, Jim. You know he went out sad. Yeah, he went out sad, but I like that man. Um, yeah, overall, I said I enjoyed the film. 
got a bit slow in parts, but yeah, man, really good to see all black cast Western. It's, it's good for the culture, mm. man, and yeah. Okay, now, um, I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to be honest with me. I'll see what we say. So man. I was talking. So I was talking to my friend at work, Ngozi. Shout out, Ngozi. And she posed an interesting situation to me. If this cast were by anyone else, would you enjoy this film? If this cast was anyone else, would I enjoy this yeah. film? Yeah, I think I would. Because I know why I like this film, and it's because it's simple. I understand it. It's a simple revenge western it doesn't have to be too deep. There's no deep means about life or thematic stuff like that. Mm. It's simply what you get. But I'm sure there are other films like this one. Oh, sim- or oh, similar. They're like, yeah, there are loads of Westerns. Westerns is a whole, yeah, a whole so thing. I think, if you're a Western fan, you'll definitely like this film, regardless of the cast. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm thinking if the cast were someone, other people would play mixed or different, like entirely, would this film still be good? Would I like it? Would it make it to my top five? And that makes me think, it really is like, what the film brings in, like with the cast and the music and the direction and mm. all that. Oh yeah, I hear you. I I definitely like it. We don't get many westerns anymore these days. It's cut. It's fast becoming a forgotten genre in Hollywood. I don't know. If they, like... I don't feel like people are really into westerns that much anymore. Mm. But um, yeah, I I enjoyed it. Would definitely have enjoyed it, regardless of the cast. But this cast just elevated it to a different level, man. It was, mm, it was mm. really good. Everyone showed it's up. It's an easy watch. Yeah, Lakeith, great as ever. Idris, great. Jonathan Majors, great, and he just. I'm just like excited about his career going forward, man. He's mm-hmm. Doing bits, Zaji beats, of course. Regina, our our goat. And mm-hmm. yeah, man, great, great cast all around. Deroy Lindo, man, that guy always shows up. Whenever I see Deroy Lindo, I just keep thinking of that. Was it that Saturday night clip where he was goading the host into saying the N word? <laughs> Have you seen that clip? <laughs> it's a try. <laughs> try. No, I'll say, hey, I'll say it with you. <laughs> all right, let's cut to the break. <laughs> It's the bubble in his head, and he's like holding his hands, like try it, <laughs> try it, and he's just, he's not saying it like try, I'll he's say like it try it. <laughs> Hell, I'll say it. <laughs> I'll hold your hand while we do it together. Come on. By the way, another black <laughs> British actor. I know, right? Yeah, I was surprised when I found that he was um, British. I'm actually, always you know? surprised. Always surprised. It's like they're just killing it out there. I love to see it. Um, what your your overall rating, man? I mean, I guess this one we saw it on Netflix, so it's not really a big screen thing. No, nah, it's not a big screen thing. It's good, but it's not yeah. a big screen thing. Streaming service this fits. Yeah. This fits. You could watch it like on a Sunday morning or day or something like that. Like yeah, a weekend watch. Nice one. Weekend. Not. I wouldn't say if it was in the cinema. I maybe maybe go and see on a two for one kind of thing discount kind of thing, but yeah, yeah. But ideally, yeah. Sorry on Netflix. We'll see you again on Netflix. It was good on Netflix, man. Needs. 
but that was fun and yeah looking forward to the next one so until then we are out peace